Hello and welcome to the Fear Itself Podcast. I'm Janae Day and I'll be your host today as always. And as always, I'm so thankful for you joining me here today. I had not planned to do a podcast today. Uh, I just haven't felt like it. And I've been trying to honor that. And I've got a lot going on in my personal life and I just wanted to give myself some time and not not force it if I wasn't feeling it but then I realized I didn't even know I realized that May uh, is mental health awareness month and so I wanted to make sure that I came on and had said something about that and I was thinking this morning in the shower and I talk about this all the time isn't that where you get your best ideas my best thinking is done in the shower (laughs) so anyway I was thinking about it about mental health month and, and celebrating mental health. And that's what I wanted to call this episode of the podcast was celebrating mental health or even celebrating mental illness. And then I just pictured, you know, getting emails or having conversations like, you know, Janae, would you really want to use the word celebrate when we're talking about suffering, when we're talking about anxiety and depression and PTSD and and things like that? And my answer to that would be absolutely. Absolutely. Because this thing that you're going through, this thing that is a part of you, a part of me, a part of a lot of us, many of us have issues with this, whether it's temporary or it lasts a lifetime, this thing that makes you different. And it doesn't even make you you different. I think that we feel like it makes us different or separate from what we would consider normal people, but and I've said this before, there are no normal people. (laughs) That's not a real thing. None of us are normal. Many of us are, are, you know, walking a line sometimes. And just because someone else's struggle is not the same struggle as yours doesn't mean they're having an easier time. So anyway, what, what makes you different? What makes you feel like you are different from others is also what makes you beautiful. This thing about you like your hair color or the sound of your voice is a thing that makes you unique. It makes you who you are. It helps to make you who you are. And while you may not realize it yet, it also informs your purpose. This thing that's a part of you is a part of the reason that you're alive. And I know that it may not feel like it right now. For some of you, your past may be the hardest part and you're beginning to look back and see maybe a reason or a purpose or or a way that you can use this in your life. Uh, And some of you maybe are just starting to heal and, and this sounds totally ridiculous to you. And I understand both of those perspectives, but trust me, this, this journey that is yours and only yours informs your purpose. There are no mistakes, I believe. And Knowing that or believing that there are no mistakes allows us to honor and celebrate ourselves as we are, not as we wish we were. And that's okay. It's okay to love all parts of yourself. And this is a thing that I've had to come around to for myself. Speaking about my mental health or mental illness or my physical body, whatever, whatever it is, it's okay to love all parts of yourself. It's okay to look at yourself exactly as you are and be fine with that. You don't always have to be trying to change yourself 
or even trying to improve. I know that that's the mindset that a lot of us are surrounded with or we have been taught to think is the only good way to think is that I have to continuously be improving. Push every day, move every day towards something that you want to achieve or towards a person that you want to be. And that's fine, it's really good. It can be super helpful, it can be motivating and inspiring, it can help us to achieve great things. I'm not criticizing that mindset or anybody that lives by that. I normally you know, live by that kind of thing. I like to progress, I like to move forward, I like to set goals, I like to reach goals. No problem with that. But it's okay today to just be where you are. Be in the present moment. The thing about always striving for something is that your thought life and so your conscious mind, your subconscious, you're living in the future. You never allow yourself when you're in that state of being always to just be where you are. To just appreciate where you are. To just see yourself as you are today. If you're sad today, if you're happy today, if you're accomplishing great things, if you're hanging out in your PJs, to just see yourself as you are today and love yourself as you are and where you are today. That's so important. It's so huge. It's a thing that I think that we overlook as a part of taking care of ourselves. So I wanted to make sure that I say that. So yeah, I want to use the word celebrate when we talk about mental health or mental illness and our healing journeys. I think the word celebrate is hugely and wildly appropriate. So for the month of May, here are some ways that you can celebrate yourself or your mental health journey. The first one I have listed is self-care. And I know, I know this term is used so much and I myself use it pretty often too. But if I'm honest, I have a very hard time actually doing it, actually putting it in to practice. Self-care, you know, when you hear that term, what comes to mind? Facials, massages, resting when you feel like it, uh, eating a healthy diet. I will take a hot bath every now and then. Like, I have no problem, you know, soaking in a bathtub. But splurging on something that feels big or luxurious, like a massage or getting my hair done, I don't do that very often at all. And that's important. It's important to treat ourselves like we are worthy of good things. In, in your healing journey and as you're celebrating yourself, it's important to treat yourself like you are valuable and to include those things in your life that makes you feel confident, that make you feel sexy, or that make you feel as good as every other human on the planet. And think about that. If somebody came to you and said, I'm going to get my hair done today, you'd be like, oh, cool. You know, you might ask some questions. What are you going to get done? (laughs) You know, but, and this is my experience, knowing how much it costs, you know, to have my hair colored or cut or whatever, I will put that off as long as I can. I probably get my hair done like three times a year. (laughs) Even that, that number sounds too high. Maybe two, (laughs) maybe two times a year. Uh, Because I just think there's something else I could be doing with that money. You know, I could do something for my kids with that money. I could, you know, I just don't know if that's something I want to spend money on. And that, you know, not only is that lack or poverty consciousness, that's just not what I want to talk about right now, but but it is. But it's also telling yourself. It's telling yourself that you're not as worthy or as important as everyone else in your life. That you don't deserve to have the things that other humans, you know, have or do. 
And I'm not saying that you need to spend $4,000 on some special gift. (laughs) If you don't have that money in the bank, don't do that. But self-care is important. You are important. You are worthy and you are valuable. So maybe make a list of the things that you've been putting off because you didn't want to splurge on those things. Getting your nails done, getting a facial, going out for a nice meal. If, you're, if you don't have anything like that, maybe make a list of, of ways that you would show someone else in your life that they're valuable to you. You know, what's a, a thing that you would do to celebrate someone else? And then do those things for yourself. Okay? The next one on my list is spring cleaning. This one's kind of obvious because it is springtime right now. And I'm doing this right now with my closet and my kids' closet pulling out some things that don't fit or just haven't been worn in so long. Is it time to throw some things out? And this might be as simple, and I laugh when I use the word simple, because <laughs> it's not simple, it's a chore, as cleaning out your literal closet. It can be difficult. I, If you're like me, I have emotional attachment or sentimental attachment to certain items of clothing um, or the people that I was with when I wore them, or the the place, the experience that's tied to them. So I totally understand that if that's you. But is it time to throw some things out? Is it time to go through your little closet and say goodbye to the clothes you haven't worn in two years? Um, and if it's not your physical closet, it may be more complicated than that. It may be something like putting space between you and friends or acquaintances whose vibe doesn't feel good anymore, or Maybe the conversation with them always triggers negative thoughts. Examining spiritual beliefs is another one. Moving away from beliefs that maybe never really felt right for you. um, Or they may be tied to an old version of you. Something you totally wholeheartedly believed 10 years ago may not be a part of your belief system now. And that's okay. And it's okay to release that. Say goodbye to it. Um, let, Let you know. Talk to yourself. That, that, that that's okay. There's guilt associated sometimes with, especially with spiritual beliefs because it's tied a lot of times to our culture or our family, but it's important to know what you believe and why and to be able to stand in that. Another way that we could do spring cleaning would be purging the pantry or cleaning up our diet, like I mentioned a little while ago. I'm doing that this month. I'm meatless for May. My family and I just returned from a trip to Disney and I love being at Walt Disney World. The food there though, I I mean I had no vegetables for an entire week. <laughs> and it was fun and it was delicious. It was great, but now that I'm home, I just want to really clean up my diet. So for May I'm not eating meat. I'm just eating really nutrient dense foods, a lot of greens. I just have been craving fruits and vegetables and really nourishing foods. So that might be something you want to look at, even if you don't do it the way that I do it. But if you've been eating junk food a lot, if you're drinking a lot, if you're doing things that you know are maybe not super healthy, now is a good time. Anytime is a good time to clean that up. You're basically just throwing out the old in order to welcome in the new, getting rid of dead weight, so that you can feel lighter as you move forward in your healing journey. So that's another way that you can celebrate yourself. And the last one that I have written down here is saying what needs to be said. Say the words. Is it time to tell your story? Is it time to talk about your mental health or mental illness struggle or your journey? Is it time for you to write it down? Have you been thinking about 
starting a podcast or writing a book or having a conversation. Now is the time. Maybe the people who are closest to you don't even know about your struggle. Maybe this is not something you've ever spoken about before. Celebrating yourself, in my opinion, starts with authenticity. You can't be authentic if you're not telling the truth. Authenticity is honesty. That's what that word means. So you can't be authentic if you're not being transparent, right? I'm not saying that if you (laughs) have secrets that you don't want to share that you have to go out and share them. But I am saying that it might be time to open up about all you've been through or what you're currently going through. Maybe it's time to talk about your mental health struggles or diagnosis or your healing this you know whether it be online to your followers or to you know people in a community that you have there it could be an intimate chat with with people that you love or with your family with your partner there is so much power in truth and power in telling the truth and words are powerful You hear me say that all the time. Words are so powerful. You never know how your words might inspire courage in another person or bring you closer to them or help them feel seen with their own struggle. Even if their struggle, again, is not the same as yours, you speaking out and being courageous enough to talk about what you're going through, what you've been through, might inspire courage in the person next to you to do the same and those conversations you know that's what awareness mental health awareness month right that's what awareness is about talking about things not keeping them hidden shining a light on them this is how we create community right this is how we remove the stigma this is how we stop feeling guilty and ashamed for these things that are a part of us. And instead we start to celebrate ourselves exactly as we are for who we are right now in this moment, for where we are right now in this moment. So I just want to encourage you to love yourself as you are, to love all parts of yourself, to love yourself where you are, not looking back at past versions and not looking forward at future versions, but you today, right now, as you are, where you are, are you able to look at yourself And love yourself exactly as you are. I hope that you are. I hope that you do love yourself. I love you. I celebrate you and your light and your courage today and this month. And I will chat with you again soon. Bye-bye.